Live from the capital of the Commonwealth, this is the Sports Huddle with Bob Black on 1061 ESPN. We're also streaming live at ESPNRichmond.com and on the iHeartRadio app. Call in and talk with Bob anytime at 327-0888. Now, here's Bob Black with the Sports Huddle on 1061 ESPN. Rolling into the 5 o'clock hour already of the Sports Huddle on a Thursday afternoon. Sean Robertson from CBS 6 sitting over there. I'm here. AJ's on the other side of the glass. We're all in the ESPN Richmond studio. My favorite day of the week because it is a feel-good Thursday. Feel-good. Co-host in the studio. Dodgers not feeling good right now. No, the Dodgers, man. You know, we talked all year about the most underachieving teams, and we mentioned, you know, the Padres in that mix Mm -hmm. and – um, the the Mets, the Mets in that mix, Yankees, probably the Yankees a little bit in that mix too. Never mention the Dodgers because they once again rolled to a division title, but they've got to be the most underwhelming postseason team. Last four or five years, it's that team at Chavez Ravine. Right? I think a hundred wins each year since they won the World Series in the COVID year. Right, it was twenty twenty in Texas, four straight, I believe. One, no, th- let me see, twenty one, two, three. Three straight 100-win seasons out in the divisional round each year. And the last two years to the to the wild card, also the Padres, I think in four, and swept by the Diamondbacks. That's unacceptable. Like, it'll be one thing if they, like, lose in the fifth game and a lucky bounce goes the D-backs mm-hmm. way or somebody hits a home. what You know, that happens. Yeah. But to get swept, to lose two and look as bad as they did yeah. at home and game Kershaw just, you know. Game one was awful. awful. Right, he gave up what six runs and right. only got a, a, a batter out. Whose first two at Chavez Ravine, thinking you got to win three straight, and the backs playing with nothing to lose. That's, that, I mean, yeah. these, well, I don't know. Do you, would you rather now play as a wild card team to kind of get that you know that the rhythm, get the juice flowing? Because if you're a division champ, it seemed like the last couple of years you flame out quick before you even get hot. You're done. So we didn't rehearse this, right? We did, we did not have <laughs> no. a pre-show production no, we meeting did not. today. No, we didn't. But you are leading into exactly one of the two oh, tease look takes at that. Look at that. that I want to talk about. And this is not an argument that the Dodgers can make, the Orioles can make. Um, who else got swept here? Somebody else got swept. Uh, the Brewers. and the Or the Brewers can make. Yeah. The, no, they had to play in the wild card round. Yeah, Te- the but team, they won the division, right? They or the Braves yeah, right now, let's yeah. say. The, team, the, the teams that had buys. Okay, yeah. They lost, yeah. right? The Orioles and the Dodgers. And, the, and, 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 and possibly the Braves. Possibly we'll see the, the Braves. Yeah. And I'm blanking on the other one for a moment. Uh, I'm so giddy with the Phillies. That I'm no, because Texas, uh, Texas and Beat Houston. the Orioles. Yeah. Anyway, they cannot make this argument because it will sound like the ultimate whining sour grapes turning into wine. Mm-hmm. 100%. So I'm going to make it a little bit for them. And Matt and I had this back and forth on Monday, and he's adamant about leaving this the way it is. Mm-hmm. But I do think there's been enough of what you just talked about, about the top seeds losing. Mm-hmm. I think there's a large enough sample size over a large enough period of time. And I know it's changed a little. The wild card series, the, the format has changed. Right. For baseball to take a little bit of a look to see if there are a couple things they can do to give those teams even a little bit more of an advantage because they earned it over 162 games. Now, if you're the Braves or the Dodgers or the Orioles, you cannot make that argument this year. It will absolutely sound yeah. like you're – so I'll make it from a from a team that had to play in the wild card mm-hmm. 
and I'm hoping someday we'll win the division. <laughs> so maybe so they already get some benefits, right? They get plenty of time off. Yep. They can rest. They can set their starting mm-hmm. pitching. They get the home field home advantage. Field. They do get that. I, I would throw two more things in there. Okay. Um, number one, I do think I would reseed after the wild card round. Hockey does it. And doesn't the NFL do it? Not the NFL, but hockey does reseed after each round. Yeah. They do. They do. Yeah. NFL does I, not, but I, I I get you. Yeah, there is I a, think I would reseed. Yeah. Um, and so, basketball, so I that, talked about it, but definitely hockey does reseed after each round. Yeah, I, I would take a look at it. I'm not saying it's what I would do, and I'm right. not saying it would change the results because no team's been hotter than the Diamondbacks. That's for sure. True. And they would have wound up playing the Braves, they, and yeah. they might have beaten them also. But at least, statistically, you would have had number one against number six. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. would give the one a little bit more of an advantage, Correct. all right? Correct. And then you'd had the Dodgers and the, and the, and the Phillies, Phillies mm-hmm. in the other. So I, I do think there's something to be looked at in that regard. Because I even thought it when the bracket thing came out, I really thought they were force feeding us this bracket thing because mm-hmm. it works so well in the NCAA yeah, tournament, yeah. and they yeah. want to look like and get popular. But I do think there's something to reseeding the teams, which would give theoretically would give the number. One, still doesn't mean they're going to win, right? Give the number one against and, the worst right. team. The other thing I would do is. You play the wild card on three straight days, right? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then they start at the league uh, division, division series. series on Saturday. Yeah, I'd start it on Friday. I'd say, let's just go. We're going. If you got to go to three games, that's your problem. That's your you problem. were in the wild card, and that's advantage number one, one team also. And if you're good enough as a wild card team to win it in two games, you get a day you off. You get a day off. And that would, I, that would do two things. It would give the number one and two seeds even a little bit more of an advantage yeah. because the teams that played theoretically have used their top pitchers mm-hmm. earlier in the yep. series. Yep. And it would start it a little bit sooner because I do think there is something the baseball guys taking five days off. They never, other than the all-star break, yeah, this is they the only never time. do that. This is the only time. They yeah. play every day. Because here, then, here was Matt was talking about it on his show and his argument, which isn't wrong was it shouldn't be every other day like what what has happened at least in the National League series mm-hmm. right they played Friday took or played Saturday took Sunday off played yep. Monday took Tuesday off by Wednesday and Thursday if they happen to go to a fifth game there's another game off yeah. but you're not going to win that argument because TV is dictating that right. so I'm trying to keep TV out of this thing and I thought they were going to do it like they did the the wild card round like the National League would have their day I'm uh I'm sorry they they did two you play Monday, uh, well, I guess Saturday, Sunday, mm-hmm. have your travel day. Tuesday, Wednesday in Philly, travel day. And then Friday would be your game five. And then when I saw the schedule, I'm like, oh, they're doing it almost like a league championship uh, series. Well, TV wanted the opposite. Yeah. They only wanted one league a day. Right. And they didn't want to compete with each other. And obviously, they didn't want to overlap because they have both games. Yeah. But I'm of the belief the more games you play on a day, I know you're not getting them all in prime time. I just think it's better for baseball. I think there's more games to watch and people talking about them more. And I don't like that play, off, play, off, play, you know, that. I don't know if you're going to win that argument with TV, though. I, in that instance, I don't like the argument because you did it in the wild card round. You played all of them on one day. And then you overlapped, right. and then you had your networks. You had ESPN, you had ABC, you had TBS, you had the Major League Baseball Network. You have five basic net. You have legitimately five networks mm-hmm. where all of these games can play. So you could say, hey, if that's if it lines up where the wild card team, you have that day off, and then you kind of set it up schedule wise, you could do two, two, one. Yeah, you know, two games played, day off, two more days for the travel. 
day off. Game five will be at the the higher seed after day off. I think given the networks and the and the sketch and the contracts with the networks, I think you can do it similar to the wild card round, and then your league championship series would be every other day. American League gets one day, National League gets the day. You know, you could do it like that as opposed. That's just me, but they'll they'll probably continue to yeah I do think it like will. that, like the divisional series. I don't like the I don't like it like that where you did the mm-hmm. game, then a day off, especially when you had the first two in Atlanta and or Philly. I right. can see if it was a travel day in between. Right, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, but you got travel two in, days is fine. Yeah, but two in Atlanta, and then you had a day off in between that, yeah. and then a day off after that, right. To travel to Philly, you'd been yeah. off as many days as you played. Exactly. I think it messes. I, yeah. You know. It, so if so, you could get TV to change that, yeah, that would probably help a little bit. But I would, I, I, I do think there's some merit to at least looking at what else can we do to give the one and two seeds even a little bit more of an advantage you want those I, I know and matt matt's bigger on this than anybody matt wants all the upsets you can get matt wants the 16s to win every year mm-hmm. and the 15s i don't necessarily want that because yeah. i think by the time you get to the championship i want the best teams mm-hmm. so i want to and you've played 162 games you've earned something and they do get some right they yeah. definitely get some time off they can set their pitching rotation mm-hmm. they do get home field advantage but i think these are two other tweaks that if i'm baseball I'm I'm looking at that. Start the champion the division series a day earlier. Mm-hmm. Make the wild card winner play the very next day mm-hmm. if they go three games. That's, that's on, on them. them. That's their yeah. problem. Yeah. And I, I you know so I would and reseed. I think reseed. I like would the, help. I do like the reseeding. And the other thing is, especially if you had clinched your division early, and or the best record where you had the one seed, yeah. your starters are not going to play every day. So right. you could go maybe. Little almost two weeks, let's say a, a, a regular starter may go two weeks without really having a, 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 a live at bat. Yep, that's a lot. It is, that's what I mean. That's a lot. And again, you, you cannot be the Braves, the Orioles, the Dodgers making that argument, especially because, Braves and Dodgers. This happened right. two years in a you know, could right. happen two years in a row for both of them to You're be right. out in the, in the first round for them. So, yeah, Orioles maybe can make a claim because it's the first time in a while that right. they've been in that position. Yep. But Brazen Dodgers, they'll be like, "Come on, guys, yep. you know." But yeah, I, I'm which I, I I do like the I do like the receding. But you like I said, never know. Arizona could have done the same thing to Atlanta <laughs> if, right. they, if they had made agreed. But, but then like we've you, given them as many advantages as we can. At that point, you got to either win or lose the game right. on the field. But yeah, I do like I do like the receding. Like and I'm not just saying it because of this year. I do think if you go back several years, you will find the wild card teams have have been pretty pretty successful. Yeah. In in baseball. They get the live at bats. They get that momentum going. And like you said, I mean, a, a team that had that one seed or two seed and had clinched early, I mean, you could go a week or two with really having a not having a legit at bat. And practice and batting practice is not the same as a live at bat with so much at stake. Like I said, everything is more magnified in the playoffs. And one at bat could, could change an entire series, as we saw last night with Bryce Harper twice. Yep. Don't don't pitch to him. <laughs> yeah. Don't pitch. Please, please, <laughs> please, Brian, don't do it. Right. And look, <laughs> Brian Snicker did everything he possibly could to keep them sharp. I mean, they played inter squad scrimmages. They invited fans to come in. Yeah. They did as much as they could to make it as realistic as possible. I'm not saying it would have changed anything. I'm not. I'm a Phillies fan. Right. Phillies are kicking their butts right now. They need to do it one more time. But to this point, they've clearly been the better team. Mm-hmm. Clearly. All that power, where is it? It may not end that way. But yeah. to this point, clearly, again, so if I'm a Braves fan, I'm shutting my mouth. I'm not saying any of that mm-hmm. at all. Nope. And again, 
part of me is saying it because I have the confidence that the Phillies are going to win the division next year, and I would like them to have as many advantages <laughs> as they possibly can. All right, let's get one call in here. You know who it is, Sean. Uh-oh. You know Uh-oh. it's your guy. Uh-oh. <laughs> Magic Johnson. <laughs> He's our magic guy. Adam Bob in the Wall of Famer. Gentlemen, how's it going? Great, Reggie. How are you? Doing good. Man, y'all fired up today, man. I don't know what's going on. Y'all the Bryce Hopper of talk radio. <laughs> He's my guy, Reggie. Just He's my guy. Just want to do no throw slashing. But, hey, check this out, Sean. Richmond, <laughs> Richmond's going to A&T down there and playing in a couple of weeks. Tell them they're going to enjoy halftime, won't they? <laughs> <laughs> halftime, is al- halftime is always good. Halftime is always good. Yes, sir. As yes, long sir. as long as the good guys have more points than the bad guys, Reggie, I'll enjoy halftime, and you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I, I'm not touching that. But, uh, no, but great job again, Sean, on, on Saturday. Y'all presented the trophy this past week to TJ, and I was like, wow. I know there been a lot of those guys in the city, man, getting that trophy. Especially that went over Godwin this past week. That was a that was a big win for them, and to be still undefeated, one of three left in the Richmond region to be undefeated. That's it's a credit to Coach Harris and that staff. Great staff, great collegiate background staff. Um, you know, watch out for him. Watch out for him in three this year. Yes, sir. What are we gonna do for homecoming this week? I, I guess uh, opponent. I won't even mention that name because I just started playing for him. <laughs> is this state homecoming? This is state homecoming oh. against Bluefield yes, State, rejoining the CIAA. Oh. Well, I mean, it's we don't want the same thing to happen last year for homecoming. They they didn't show up. Coach Frazier admitted they did not show up when they played Bowie State and they got him. They got embarrassed at homecoming last year. So um, hopefully the rain is not too bad. Because there is calling for rain in the forecast, so hopefully it won't be too bad. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully they'll they'll put on a good show. Undefeated, they're ranked nationally in the top 25 20. in Division two. so hopefully they'll put on a good show uh, against Bluefield yeah, State. They're ranked 24, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. They're really 24. Yeah, ranked 24. Who you got this week? Virginia's off this week. Oh, oh, Virginia Union. Union has Bowie State. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh, that's who Virginia they, State just beat, right? Yeah, yeah. convincingly. Yeah, we spanked them huggies good up there for homecoming. <laughs> 44-16. No payback for Bowie State's homecoming, absolutely. Yep. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate it. All right, Reggie. Reggie, thanks. Good stuff. That's right. Y'all, go, y'all do go to A&T, and I think it's oh, next yeah, Saturday. Next Saturday. Absolutely. Greensboro's going to be nice, Bob. Yeah. It's going to be nice well, down. I wish I could go. I wanted to go, but the schedule says. Well, I have an opening if you want to go. I would love to go, but unless I can get somebody to shoot Union's homecoming and state that same day, I won't be able to. But I'll, when I saw him, ooh, that's a nice little trip to Greensboro. Can't make the trip. I uh, I kid it with Russ Usman today at our coach's show over there at the Brass Tap. Yeah. I've had as many radio and TV partners <laughs> this year as he's had quarterbacks. <laughs> That's right. It, it's been a little bit of a revolving door. Yes, yes. And I do have an opening going around that revolving door for next Man, Saturday. I wish I could. If you're interested. I would love to go down there. What was that, AJ? Oh, I thought you said, can I go? <laughs> and the answer to that would have been yes, if you wanted to go. We would have taken it. I appreciate it. Yeah, sure thing. <laughs> have you ever been to A&T? No. I have. You have. AJ have. hasn't. All right. I have been to A&T. Yes. How do you get to the press box? Oh, man. It's, oh... Push a button or walk? 
Thank you. Push a button. Thank you. That's all I wanted to know. Thank you. Push a button. Because yes. that's not the case this weekend at Rhode Island. Ooh. Yeah. That's that's walking. No, I think AT will, will take care of you. All right. Looking forward to it. Never yep. been there. Yeah. It's another one. Gonna be never, nice. Never never been there. All right. Let's roll along. AJ says it's time for drive home headlines. So it's time for drive home headlines. <laughs> These are this afternoon's top sports stories. I'm sure he'll be fascinated by all the uh, stories you have to tell. This is today's drive home headlines. Brought to you by James River Air. If you're not happy with your heating and cooling system, call James River Air for a free in-home consultation online at jamesriverair.com. So the Phillies-Braves game actually got moved back. It was supposed to be 6:07, but since there's no other game to be played today, the series have been kind of disappointing from that mm-hmm. perspective. There's been no you know winner-take-all game yet, in, and I don't want there to be one Could, this week. I don't want there to hope. be one. If they want to do it in the championship <laughs> series, I'm all for it, but I don't. I want that trend to continue, that's for sure. So it's an 8:07 game, so 7.45 is our airtime in what could be the finale for the Braves in 2023. But they do have a guy who could win the Cy Young on the mound. Let's I know we're all ridiculing Spencer Strider over a lot of things. The guy can pitch. Sure can. You know, he's got 20 wins on the year. And you got to believe he's an athlete. He's going to be ready to go tonight. I know that crowd's going to be crazy and all that, and I'm all for it. But he's going to be ready to go. He's got to pitch the game of his he does. life he does. tonight. You're right. And that's an advantage, Phillies. Yep. Uh, Ranger Suarez will pitch again for Philadelphia. And mm-hmm. Rob Thompson can go to the bullpen whenever he wants. Yeah. Tonight. He's got, really? a, game. He's he got did, a game in hand. What he did last night was throw guys that aren't normally as high leverage relievers. Because you, you know, Wheeler. And you got Wheeler five, five. And you should have everybody that's a high leverage reliever available tonight. Mm-hmm. So, it, but, it, but the Braves, they got to they throw everything. The kitchen sink in Philly and... You I mean you got your ace essentially on the hill to, to 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 get that done? You know what they need to have happen tonight? They need Ronald Acuna to hit a leadoff home run. Yeah. That's what they. The need top tonight. of the order has yeah all of that home. He's hit, but he hasn't hit homers. Hit home, yeah. He's he's got to provide that spark him, and then that'll hopefully it'll trickle down to the rest of the guys that had the the lumber. What was it they had four guys hit over thirty home runs? Oh yeah, this year Olsen had a a, a team record with over fifty. Haven't heard that a lot in this series. If Acuna gets going, then you might could see some things in the rest of that lineup. But he's he's got to set the tone, and Strider's got to do it on the mound. Because if they fall behind early, watch the body language. Let's see the body language with Atlanta if they fall behind early in that game. And then watch the, the madness at the at the bank. That was my bedlam at the bank. Bedlam at the that bank. Scott Fransky coined last year on the Bryce Harper mm-hmm. home run. Bedlam at the bank. It became a T-shirt. That was my biggest fear last night, was Acuna leading off the game with a home run. Yeah. And look, in every all the histrionics of last night that we've talked about, Aaron Nola was really good. No question. Really good. I think he could have even gone a little bit further. But again, Thompson had his whole bullpen at his disposal. Like, why, why, risk, why it? risk it? And I think there was a little bit of showmanship there because he knew if he, took, if he let Nola finish the inning, he wasn't going to get any kind of reaction and ovation exactly. out of it. Take him out with two outs in the inning. Set it up. The place went nuts mm-hmm. um, to the point where a very unemotional pitcher actually tipped his cap. Because then if you win tonight, you got Wheeler and Nola. Ready to go. Back-to-back, game one and two in the league championship series. They would host that, right? They would host the, yes. the series in Arizona. Yes. yes by, by the way the results have gone, uh, I think Philadelphia would host no matter – or Atlanta would host no matter who it is. Right. And the champ- championship the series yeah. and the World Series. Yeah, that's right, because they had the best record yeah. overall. Right. I'm yeah. pretty, sure that's, pretty sure that's right. All right, so I got one more take on Spencer Strider 
and then we get to the last half hour. I got one on your commanders. It's on Ron Rivera too. Uh oh. And I and I I, I want to get to it. Riverboat Ron. R- yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so let's get he a break. hasn't been the easy punching bag. <laughs> That's true. He he has been a punch. And I like Ron Rivera. Like I don't want to be punching him. But something he did apparently that I, mm. unless it's totally out of context, I I, I just let's didn't. talk about that after the break. Then let's do that. I want to do the Strider oh, thing, Strider, okay. and then we'll do because uh, I'm sure you have some thoughts on the Commanders and. <sighs> My goodness, was that your thought right there? Yeah, <sighs> I have thoughts on this break. Just <laughs> <laughs> enough, AJ. Enough. Was that on the air? <laughs> I hope that was on the air. It was okay. Good. Don't save your best material for just us. AJ wants a break. We take it on 1061 ESPN. <laughs> They took care of the Black Bears. Now their sights are set on the Rams. Hey, it's Bob Black. Richmond football's coming off a high-powered win over Maine. And now it hits the road Saturday at Rhode Island. We'll bring it home to you on the air at 1230, kickoff at 1 on the home of the Spiders, 1061 ESPN. Want to hit a home? See, does not... All right, we got a lot to get into here, which is why we had no guests in the 5 o'clock yeah. hour. Because good sports talk banter as we move along. Here's my last baseball point on the Spencer Strider thing. And we played it as soon as it happened. The day this came out on Twitter, I laughed my you-know-what off. Thought it was really funny. Everybody thought it would come back to bite him, which it's going to. But I, I don't know how to say this because I don't want to defend the guy. Uh-oh. But I'm pretty sure he took it in the context it was meant. Because the guy said, give me a hot take. So a lot of hot takes, you don't really believe what you're saying, right? Right. That's almost the definition of hot take, isn't it? I that say you something say something I really don't believe. Right. Just to Are get we right about that, AJ? You're much cooler than we are. except for Matt Joseph, he believes in every hot take. I know. I but, but if your definition of hot take would be, you're saying it. My, yeah, my, my big hot take was Jacoby Brissett was going to start. There you go. Where did that go? Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. That's my answer. Yeah. And I really think Spencer Strider did that in the context of, here's yeah. my hot here's take. My ah, this is funny. But I don't, but he had to be smart enough, though, to come back to her. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. But I, he doesn't really believe it, but it's not going to matter at eight, 8 o'clock tonight. He's going to hear it, particularly from those fans on the lower bowl, have some which are the ones he wanted to kick <laughs> yeah, out. He better he have some like, earplugs. People in the upper deck and in the outfield, that's cool, but let's yeah. kick everybody out behind the dugouts in the lower bowl. That's right. That's what I'm saying. He's got to pitch the game of his life. It's He's got to be, be to the point where his pitching is going to shut up that crowd. Yeah, which he could do. And if he, He's and if not he can, a bad pitcher. If he can toss a, a five-hitter shutout for six, seven innings, walk off that mound, walk into the dugout and said, I did my part and my office is going to do their part, then he can come out there and tip his head and just say, shh, we got game five on Saturday. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, it's all it's all on him. It's all on his shoulders. And and that, that, that starting batting, that starting lineup for Atlanta, too, yeah. to help him out. Yeah. Because they had one really good start, which was game one. Yeah. Um, and he he pitched right. He right, pitched that was Strider. It was a three nothing game. You're, to your point, yeah, three gave, nothing. Yeah, he gave up one earned run. Right. Did his part. Yep. His offense let him down. So yep. he's got to do that again and hope that his guys back him up tonight. Yep. All right, I have I think we before we go to the break, um, there are a couple shows out there that do like corrections and errors. I know yes. PTI, PTI does it and a couple whatnot. So we were our definition of this was a little bit skewed. But apparently the NFL doesn't have a bracket, so the number one seed doesn't automatically play the winner of a certain wild card game. 
They would right. get the lowest lowest seeded seed. team left. And I didn't view it as reseeding because normally I'm thinking reseeding is when you go to the next round, your seed changes. I'm with you, Sean. Yeah. So because like well, one through is that still the case though? So I didn't think so in the end. If I thought if if let's say the, let's say let's say Detroit is the seventh seed in the in, in, in NFC playoffs and they would play and they beat let's say they beat Dallas who was a two seed because they won their division. Dallas is out. The one seed, which would be let's say Philly or San Francisco, they will play the lowest remaining seed left in the in the field, which would be Detroit because they were seven. Yeah, I mean, technically, it is, I guess, receding, but I, I don't I think, it, think is, of it like I, See, I, I just never viewed it. I'm thinking receding as, okay, if you're the seventh seed coming in, let's say you go to the next round, based on records, then your seed changes. Correct. That's what they're doing. But see, if you're the seventh seed in that, in that let's say the seventh seed in the NFC, you're going to play the one seed because you're the lowest seeded team left. Right. That is receding in my opinion. <laughs> so I, don't, I, don't view it, I don't view it as receding. Uh, you know, There's funny. no bracket I, like baseball that says... I get that, but I just didn't view it as, I didn't view it as receding. That's, I, I didn't, I'm thinking okay. like if Detroit is the seventh seed going in, okay. they're going to be the seventh seed throughout the playoffs because they're never going to get home field. See, that's my, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Detroit Sean, would never get I'm home with, field I'm if they're the, if they're wrong. the seventh seed. Yeah, the I, I, I'm not seeing that because I think even in the next round they will they will go by who the seeds are, uh, by what I'm reading. Well, if uh, okay, if that's the case, let's say all four the the four top seeds one two three and four mm-hmm. all advance. Not I'm sorry, no, the two the, three and four team advance. Yeah, one place four, two place right, three. Because that's because yes. Correct. Right. I didn't view that. See that to me. I don't. Well, view that's that. not. That's because of what happened in the game. Right. But that's. But if there had been an upset with the two, three, and four, they would have reseeded so that one plays not two, three, or four, but the lowest remaining seed. So I don't view it as receding. Well, then what's your definition of receding? That's what I'm saying. I'm thinking like, okay, t- all right. If two, seven, three, six, four, or five of those matchups take place. And I'm doing it based on, I guess, record at the end of the regular season. Let's say Detroit. Well, they're the seed. Whatever that, whatever whoever you put next to those numbers, that's their seed. But I don't view. Okay, I and, guess my thing is, and when is, that, those games are over, you just reshuffle them with by that seed, right? And then I, you play. But Detroit doesn't change their seed. They don't after change. They, no, they're, no. That's why I view it as. Re, I don't view it as. You can't okay. change your seed. That's that's why I was saying I don't think it's receding. I think in hockey, I thought they did receive. Apparently not. I didn't know that either. I thought they did. Well, maybe, okay. Right. I, I anyway. thought they did, but I don't. So let's put it this way: there is some fluctuation. There is fluctuation, fluctuation in the NFL. I knew there were I never. Think, I knew there were no brackets. Right. I just didn't think when they did that, they called that receiving. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Stand correct, the public. I, I, I was. I, <laughs> I didn't view it as receding, but hey, we learn something every day. I didn't I mean to that. open Pandora's box no, no. for that. What I really, I just didn't. never knew that was considered a recede. I guess. I Die just knew on that hill show. I knew the NFL. <laughs> I knew the NFL didn't have brackets, right. Like the NBA, right? And apparently and Major League the NHL. Baseball. But I will admit, I thought, I did, I thought I didn't the know NHL that. did do. I thought they did switch that, but I guess that was that's not true. We'll look further into that because mm-hmm. I don't know the answer on the NHL one. I really don't. I thought they did. Okay. All right, uh, let's take a break. Come back on the other side. I'll give you a um, little bit on the commanders and hear what you got to say. They're probably saying Sean is just, he's putting no, that flag there. He's planting that flag. I'm like, no, folks, I just didn't think it was receding. <laughs> That's, That's just it. semantics. It's just <laughs> semantics. Uh, all right, back after a timeout, 106.1 ESPN. 
gave you the Braves all regular season on this dial. Why would we stop now? 1061 ESPN is your exclusive home for the Atlanta Braves games during the 2023 MLB playoffs. Don't miss a moment. Bob is convincing me to take that trip down 85. Come on. Greensboro. Come with us. Got your hotel room on Man. Friday night. The game on Saturday. I had to talk to some people. See Woo. if they can make some make some uh some accommodations <laughs> for me so I can so I can go down to AT. I'd love to have you in the booth with us. That Man, would be that'll great. be cool to that go would, to yeah, that down at AT. Man. Yeah. All right, here we go on Commanders. And this again was on Twitter, so you only take it with a grain of salt, but yes. it was tweeted by the highly respected and frequent guest on this program, Nikki Javala from the Washington Post. Oh, that's legit then. That's legit, oh, right? Yes. Okay, so there you go. Ron Rivera put a sign on the door to the commander's locker room that reads, Do your job mm-hmm. in all caps. Mm-hmm. Why? Nikki asks. Mm-hmm. And apparently asked Coach Rivera. Because I think, looking at the tape, watching the games, our previous five games, looking at some of the stuff that I read, the numbers, obviously to me, there's a sense and a feel that we're not doing the things that we need to do. If I'm a player, I am highly insulted by that sign. And I would hope Ron Rivera put one of those signs on his own door. I don't think the professional football players need to know a, to do your job, mm-hmm. and B, in talking, talking to some college players last week, mm-hmm. they were urged not only to do their job, but assist, you were probably at that press conference, assist others in doing their job. Joseph, the linebacker, exactly. said that. Jared Joseph. Jared Joseph. Thank you. He did say so that. So I, this to me, mm. I, I don't think that goes over very well. I mean, I get putting inspirational sayings on locker room doors and all of that play like a champion, mm-hmm. like Notre Dame had, and all of that stuff. Do your job. Mm. Mm. I'm giving you some food for thought here, aren't I? Man. Obviously, Nikki thought it was unusual. I, and, and to her credit, to ask that question because I mean, I saw a lot of I saw a lot of reporters who went to DC. They mentioned that sign. They did. They did okay, mention that sign. It. They did yeah. mention that sign, and and. The last time I had been in the locker room pre-pandemic, I guess, when, you know, they practice and you can, you know, have your availability with the guys in there, I don't remember a sign going in to the locker room or inside the locker room that said, do your job. So that's interesting. I got a take on this. That's, that's yeah. interesting. That's Fire interesting. away, AJ. All right. So, look, we've been talking about this man getting fired even before they played game one. Yeah. If he wants to sit there and, and, and be mad at his players and say, do your job, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let him go. We can't trash this guy for saying we want him to be fired and all that other stuff, and then he can't stand up for himself. I've tried to protect him for the most part. Like, I was in the camp of I wasn't as agitated as Matt or Sean or some others about him not going for two. And against I, Philly, I, yeah, and, and I, I, most most of the Washington media wasn't adamant yeah, about was, it either. Kind was saying yeah. it was split. I, I, yeah, so I've I've tried to back and support him. Now I did call for him to make a change defensively this week with ten days to do something. No question. And I don't normally do that. I could never survive in Philly sports talk media or New York or Boston or L.A. But I really was calling for a change of defensive coordinators in D.C. Oh, so you, don't, oh you wanted Jack Rivera yes, gone. absolutely. Four okay. straight 30-point games, oh, yeah. underwhelming since he's been there, have every star Alabama ever put out on his defensive line. Six first-round picks right. on that side and, of the ball. And they're giving up 30 points a game? No question. 
and I got 10 days to try it's and in, do something new. This would have been the time to do it. Absolutely. Would have been the time to but do it. I, that, I and their bye week, but their bye week was later in the year. This would be the time. No and as question. Ron Rivera said, there's still a lot of games to play. Well, that's my point exactly. Let's try and salvage. Let's do something to try and salvage yeah. this. If they give up 30 to Atlanta, who has struggled offensively this year, you you may that that seat might be a little it's hot. It's too late at that point because yeah. you did have this ten had, day had the period, 10-day. and then and and then maybe the horses uh, are and, out of the barn by that point. Yeah, and then you uh, move somebody up to take his spot on staff. Uh, yeah. That's that. If a player had taken responsibility for putting that sign up, I'd have been okay with it. That's players talking to players. Yeah, I, it just felt like you guys aren't doing your job. Like, and the one player I would have, I would have had no issue with doing that was Jonathan Allen, because he is always stand up uh, after a game, before a game, before practice. Even the chance I talked to him a couple times when he had his uh, football camp in our area, he's the first one to say. We got to do our job. We got. It's not just one guy. We all have to do our part in getting the job done. So if anybody, if any player would have done that, and if it was Jonathan Allen, that was like no issue because he said he said that probably since he arrived in D.C. He's always been stand up about that. So I'm agreement with you as far as if it was a player. I, to me, I think if if to me if the head coach can't say it. Then we've got an issue. I just didn't. I like think the that. head coach should be able to say in his own way. Maybe I don't know. But hopefully he he talked to the guys prior. Yeah. Maybe they took it differently than I would. Especially have. when they're calling for his head. I mean, at this point, if he's drinking Jack Daniels on the sidelines, I'm gonna let him do whatever he wants to do. <laughs> well, we'll I see. I can give Sunday. him something a little better than Jack Daniels. We'll see if they take his advice Sunday because if they don't okay. do their job Fair Sunday, enough. Fair enough. Then that means. There's a disconnect, and his voice is not is not hitting that locker room if they don't get it done. All right, that's fair. I just thought it, it had finger pointing kind of written all it. Like, did he put one on Jack Del Rio's door too? He, I mean, I hope he has some or the enemies. I don't know that the offense was all that great either. It wasn't great in the first half at all. Yeah, at all. Now I think that's you know, that's not exactly what I meant when I called for some major change. Yeah, what did we put a sign on the door? I don't know. But, I, I, but we'll see. We'll see Sunday because yeah. if, if it's the same, if it's the same uh, look Sunday against Atlanta, his voice is not reaching that team. Good point. I don't think it has to this point. Yeah. So maybe something in these Especially, ten days changed, yeah. and maybe that was it. I was and gonna say you got I'll, ten I'll days. I'll come in here Mondays. I'm totally wrong. That was the perfect sign to put up there. Yeah. If they if that if that same performance or that same look is with that team against Atlanta, you had ten days to get this cleaned up. His voice is not reaching. And maybe Josh Harris needs to say something also. We heard Magic Johnson. We mm-hmm. saw Magic Johnson's tweets. If that happens again and we hear it from the, from the top guy, then we're going to be thinking, oh, okay, maybe this is not going to be a smooth trip the rest of the year. And that schedule is going to get tougher and tougher each week. They still got to play Miami. They still got to play Dallas twice. They got to play the Giants twice, which Daniel Jones seems like a Pro Bowler every time he plays that <laughs> plays that defense. Philly's got to come to Washington. Um, who else? Uh, they have to. Uh, they play Kansas City. They still got to play Kansas City. Uh, the Chargers. I mean, this this schedule ain't, mm-hmm. ain't easy. You got some All Pro quarterbacks, Pro Bowl quarterbacks that they've got to see the rest of the year. So, if they can't stop Desmond Ritter <laughs> on Sunday. <laughs> 
And I ain't gonna say no disrespect to Ritter, but he ain't a top fifteen quarterback Correct. in the league. If he gets Atlanta thirty plus points against that defense, no way, can't happen, no way. <laughs> I'm just saying. Did uh, did any media ask the players what they thought? Like, did they even read that side or what they thought of it when they opened the? Like, they couldn't have been in a very good mood coming in anyway. Right. And, and then they get to, then they get to the door and they put their hand on the handle and they okay. look at that like. Did anybody ask any of the players? I, I Maybe they took it by saying, yeah, we haven't been playing. Right. Maybe. We'll see. I'm t- I'm I just think I would have said, who put that up there and who's saying I'm not doing my – I don't know. I'd have, I got, think, I'd have gotten a little defensive. I admit it. I think Allen probably shrugged it off. He's probably saying, you're right. We need to do our uh, job. Okay. If, if that's the way it was perceived, yeah, good I, for them. Just based on the interaction I have seen with my two eyes, when he is in front of the podium talking to the media or, or having a one-on-one with him and he talks about – you know, what can this group do? Or what can you do? And he's now it's not a me, it's a we. We have to come together. And when you got that front four, all first round picks, three getting a lot of money, um, some is up. And I, I think I think that group has gotta start, it's gotta start with those guys creating some pressure. And hopefully Del Rio can dial up some blitzes. They need something to jumpstart that defense. Cause what it is right now, status quo. Ain't getting it done. They already lost two guys to to IR. I think Jeremy Reeves and another safety. Forbes, I think now it's mental uh, mm-hmm. to me. I mean, because you you benched him. You didn't give him a lot of the first team reps during practice this week. Now it's become maybe a little mental now. Up, to, you know, getting the speed uh with, you know, from the SEC to the to the NFL. You know, hopefully you don't lose him. That's the that's the biggest thing. He's he's had some adversity. You don't want to lose him. He's a he's a great talent, but you don't want to lose him this early in his NFL career. And talk to those other first round picks on that team that has dealt with some adversity. Jamin Davis, they wanted him out the door. Uh, Chase Young with injury, wanting him out the door because he didn't uh, get his uh his, his uh, option picked up. Talk to those guys. Hopefully they have you know, and they're all SEC guys. You know, Alabama, Mississippi State, Kentucky, Mississippi State as well with um. Uh, uh, Montez Sweat, talk with those guys. You know, get together and and keep him mentally sharp because they're going to need him the rest of the year. All right, I'm not going to say that sign either is the reason they win or the reason they lose on Sunday. I just found it a little more yeah. offensive than inspirational. We got it one more be. segment. It could be. We got I, we got this segment back. Yes. We originally didn't have this segment this is true. because the Braves are going to be on at 545 and then the other series blew up and finished way too early. I wonder what happened there. So we, but like, <laughs> the but like Dodgers I said got that game, swept. That's what happened. If they show the same performance against Atlanta, okay. then, that, then, that, then that did not register. It's almost impossible for them to show the same performance that they did against Chicago. You never know. If they, they, that's impossible. If they had that, 10 that, days that, and, they, and, they, and they lay another they egg. They can't. They can't. I hope they don't. But if they do, for some reason... And Ritter uh, looks like a pro bowler. I'm not saying they're going to win or lose, but they're not going to look. I'm not saying they're lose. They're not going to lose as bad as they did to the Bears at home on a Thursday night on national television. 1061 ESPN. For the Dallas Cowboys all season is 1061 ESPN. Brought to you by Arthur's Electric and Park and Go. All right, this has been pretty intense this afternoon. <laughs> Let, let's finish this up with just a little bit of fun. I'm going to piggyback on something that uh, that Matt did at the end of his show today. And just for fun, he took kind of, this is so unscientific and unofficial, kind of the seven college football teams in the Commonwealth that we talk about the most. 
FBS, FCS, but Division One. Mm-hmm. So all due respect to Union State, Randolph-Macon, um, all of those, and kind of rank them mm-hmm. in order. Mm-hmm. And so give me your give me your thoughts here. This is what Matt came up with, and, and I'll I'll say this, Sean. This is probably what I would say right now as well. Okay. Um, again, very unscientific. JMU, yeah. unbeaten. Liberty, second. Unbeaten. Yeah. Just had a big win the other night on, on, on TV. On TV, ESPN, yeah. Right? I would put William & Mary third. Yeah. Again, I'm not sure if you put all these teams on the field, this is the way they would wind up. But If they're healthy. Uh, yeah. If, if, JMU, if, yeah. if William & Mary is 100% healthy, probably, yeah. Uh, I got Virginia Tech four over Old Dominion five only because Tech beat Old Dominion. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise, I might have it the other way around. Because then the UVA people are like, wait a minute, we just beat William & Mary head-to-head. No, we don't. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> But Matt had Richmond six and UVA seven, so I don't want to be accused of being, you know, the red Ooh. and blue glasses guy here. Okay. Uh, and again, this is all theoretical. Right. Um, you could do it the other way around. And no, I mean I probably. But I mean, UVA has not looked good. Nope. All year, I mean, with the exception of that late, you know, run against William and Mary, and even in that game they were down thirteen three. Mm-hmm. They scored this final mm-hmm. twenty four. And I think, and, and again, if William and Mary was fully healthy, let's say if Yoda was there, would they have given up that ten point lead? Great question. Not sure. Not so sure. I would leave it like that. I, I would uh, as well. I, I'm yeah. not telling. I'm not saying you put Richmond and Virginia on the field and they play ten times and Richmond's winning the majority. I'm not right. saying that at all. I just think kind of. And here's my litmus test on Richmond. I hate to throw this data out there, mm-hmm. but since I'm not wearing my spider cap for these two hours. <laughs> Maybe I'm always wearing it, but Richmond has three wins this year. Mm-hmm. The combined record of those three teams is two and fifteen. Mm. Goodness! So this week will be a test. This is the week. Yeah, right here, Rhode Island four and two, nationally ranked. Spiders making progress. Yeah, coming off a really fine effort last week. Again, main teams not great, but they did what they had to do. But still, you got that that freshman quarterback yes, thrust freshman into that quarterback, situation, re-energized, and and. and <laughs> It's gonna be interesting because now again, a, a, a first year, first year starter mm-hmm. going on the road mm-hmm. in conference. Mm-hmm. You know, last time that happened, we then the wheels fell off. Mm-hmm. You know, basically, Wickersham didn't get the start at Stony Brook, and then we had chaos mm-hmm. ensue after that. Let's just hope that Coleman doesn't have any issues physically. He can start the game. Weather is good, and let's see if the same scheme is presented to Coleman like it was against Maine because it seemed like it was totally different. He was able to move around, get a lot of people involved. If we see that again with October and he's on the field calling plays, which I think he will be, we could see the same result. I think that made a big difference for Richmond on Saturday with October calling plays on the field as opposed to in the booth. I'm out tomorrow because I'm traveling with Richmond. 12.30 airtime Saturday afternoon from URI. You know where I'm headed right now? I am on my way to Wawa to get my Philly special. Hoagie (laughs) soft pretzel tasty cake. Wow. It worked for the Eagles a few years ago. I'm doing it tonight. Hoagie soft pretzel tasty cake. All Philly proud. Spencer Strider, the game of his life tonight. We'll find out in a couple hours. Thank you, Sean. (laughs) Thank you, AJ. Have a great weekend, everyone. Do your job, Phillies. Ask Sharon Williams during the 14th.